Harvest and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dyes, broadcasting and podcasting live from the studio of EloquentOnline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. This is the Power of Performance podcast, the show that asks the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And if your brand has been shut down due to the COVID-19 experience and you were relying upon the Small Business Association and those PPP loans and you went to certain financial institutions, um, your brand may not ever be back. However, on the strength of Texas community banks from the AP yesterday, Texas leads in small business loans with help from, wait for it, community banks. Yes, Texas leads the United States in processing billions, with a B, of dollars in small business loans, highlighting the role of Texas banks in the effort to save thousands of jobs in response to the COVID-19 experience. Yes, believe it or not, Texas banks, easy to believe, Texas banks always lead the way. Yes, I am one of those people from Texas who thinks Texas is the best, but when it comes to this, candidly speaking, Texas really is the best. And today, we're going to talk to the CEO of First Financial Bank up in Abilene, Mr. Scott Deeser, Red Raider, uh, Texas Tech Red Raider, whose bank has been part of that. You want to know why Texas is leading the way nationally in funding these SBA loans at a very, very difficult and critical time for American business? It's because of banks like First Financial Bank out of Abilene, Texas. That's right. Unmatched personal service with the convenience of online features. You're going to discover for yourself how at First Financial, it's you first, whether it's you, an individual bank customer, or your small business that you may have spent your entire life building and perfecting. And then this Chinese flu comes seemingly out of nowhere. You know, who are you going to lean on in times like that? Well, since 1890, people have been counting on First Financial Bank. And it's, it's a great interview. Wait till we get to it. But it reminds me that during this time, I had a lot of time to peruse social media and all of those people out there. It's not everybody. And it's not every credit union, but at the leadership level of credit unions, the credit union conference clan with the K, as I refer to them, that echo chamber of nattering nabobs who never have anything good to say about banks. Oh, they're only in it for profits. They're only in it for themselves. We're people helping people. Community banks in Texas have helped thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And when I reached out to the credit union leadership this week and asked what they were doing to help understand the SBA PPP program, you know what they told me? That's right. They told me everything they know about it. So listen, it's not everybody. But what this COVID-19 experience is bringing into absolute crystal clear focus is that a generation of bashing banks has not accomplished anything. On Main Street, Businesses care about flipping that closed sign to open, and because of community banks, especially banks here in Texas, and especially like First Financial Bank, they're going to get to do that sooner, I hope, rather than later. We're going to talk to Scott Deeser. He and his team have been working hard. I mean, really working hard. You're going to hear about it in the interview, and we're going to talk to him, and we're going to do it all right after this. 
conference-quality information without the rubber chicken dinner and without the expense report. This is the Power of Performance Podcast. That is right. It is the going band from Raider Land. And if you've noticed, we've had all these really smart guests on the show representing Texas Tech, and yet not a single one from Harvard. Hmm. And if you're up to date on your New Testament trivia, you'll remember that in the 15th year of the reign of Tiberius Caesar, there was this guy named Lysanias. He was the Tetrarch of Abilene. Well, we're going up to Abilene, Texas, in this case, not Abilene, Judea, to visit with Scott Deeser. He was good enough to join us from his office in Abilene, Texas, and we asked him, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. It's my hey, pleasure to be on so good morning. to have you Well, well, you couldn't start it out with a song. <laughs> I love it. I love the I love the fight song from the Going Band in Raider Land. Well, listen, we talked about where you went to college at the at, at, at what I they call it the the Harvard of the West. I call Harvard the Texas Tech of the East. Just to be clear, <laughs> all right. Um, That's so great. You're, we call it the Harvard yeah, on the West. Harvard on the play. That's right. So we know you went to college in the great city of Lubbock and at the great University of Texas Tech, but you didn't leave Texas Tech and go right to the president and CEO of First Financial Bank. Just tell us a little bit about your career in banking. Well, I started in banking in high school, and so I've been in the industry for a long time, to say the least. Uh, there's not many jobs at the bank that I haven't done, and that's really cool because I can relate to almost every one of our employees with what they do. Right. Uh, when I graduated from Tech, uh, I uh, went to the Federal Reserve Bank in Dallas. Uh, a year later, came out here to what was then First National Bank of Abilene, and we changed our name um, and uh, uh Started out here in the credit department and moved up the ladder. Uh, I was president of our bank downstairs for 10 years, and I have been president of the holding company for 20 years. So, and been here 44 years overall. Wow. Well, I've got to ask you, when you say 44 years, that, that's, a, that's a long time. Do you remember what passed for technology on your first day at the bank when you walked in? Oh, my gosh. Well, I will tell you, when I started the, uh, uh, in banking in high school, we were still on doing ledger cards. Um, wow. And so I've watched that. I have converted a number of banks uh, through the years on uh, to, uh, to new systems, to computer systems, and have, have had a lot of conversions since then. I'll bet. I'll bet. We'll give our – our millennial listeners a chance to look up ledger cards. They were a thing at one time, believe it right. or not. Well, well, listen, I've been follow. I follow a lot of banks and I follow a lot of banking brands because of what I do. They're the core clients. They're my only my clients, really, uh, in the in the work that we do here at Eloquence Online. And there have been mixed. I've seen mixed results out there. Nobody had COVID nineteen in their strategic plan for twenty twenty. Certainly not in their profit planning. And not every banking brand has done a great job in communicating. When you go to the first financial bank 
website. It's the first thing you see. Your team has done an outstanding job communicating about the SBA PPP program, and it, it, it's just been great. Tell us how y'all are doing. Well, we weren't ready for COVID-19 either, but we are very flexible, and our management team can move very quickly, and that's exactly what we did. Uh, we got ready, and uh, luckily we had put on uh, some new software that allowed, uh, was for really our uh, retail customers and our consumer customers to uh, uh, fill out applications uh, on their phone or online on the, uh, digitally. And so we were able to put the SBA uh, app out on that so people could do it very easily. And that came in. We got 3,000 of those the Friday wow. it kicked off, if you can imagine. Wow. Uh, to date, we've already we've gotten over 8,000 of those applications. So we were prepared. We got our teams ready. Uh, uh, literally had a process of what, how we were going to do it. We were putting the information out to our customers about what they needed to do, and that was being updated on a daily basis because the SBA was coming out with different guidance every day. Yep. And so we were guiding our customers through this using social media and using our website to do that, which they'd go to the website to get uh, to do the application, and when they opened that, tell them exactly what to do and how to do it. So it, it it's all about education and knowledge, and knowledge is king, and so the more we can do that for our customers, the more knowledge they have, the better things run, and this has run very, very well. The other side of that is we worked, many of our people work 24 hours. Uh, we work long days. I have not left this bank before 10 o'clock uh, for the last three weeks, uh, wow. and that, that's including Easter Sunday. Holy because God. That's, this is how busy we are. Uh, and this is how committed we are to take care of our customers because that Friday we got those 3,000 applications. Our people worked that whole weekend, and Monday morning we were funding loans. That's how fast this Holy. happened. And when you get so many of these applications, you've got to fund it. And we weren't do, just doing our customers. We were doing other people's customers, and people that, that we knew that needed help, but couldn't get it through their bank, and or their bank wasn't doing it, and so we said, "Come on, we'll help you." Well, I'll tell you what, I, it, you've kind of answered my next question, which was about, which was, you guys almost seem like you were ready for this. Your social media vibe has been great. It's been updated. It's been timely. You've been sharing relevant information, but, you know, people that aren't familiar with a town like Abilene, uh, the banks are indispensable there, and I think the community bank as an institution has demonstrated with the SBA PPP program that they are simply an integral part of local business, and it really sounds like your team was just ready to rock on this. Tell us about that. No question. Uh, we, we've been very active in SBA. In fact, when I was a lender, um, I had uh, I had made the largest SBA loan that had ever been made in the United States at that point in time. Uh, th that's long gone since, and and but uh, we've always been integral in the SBA, uh, and uh, we uh, know what we're doing, and so that certainly helped. Uh, 
and we've got some very good people uh, that have uh, put this whole program together, uh, designed it to, for uh, the ease of our customers to do, and then the ease of our staff here to get it done. So it's it's uh, it's worked very well. Well, uh, we have. Uh, basically daily meetings and uh, to update everybody, to find out what's going on, to cure any problems that we have. Will Christofferson, who is our uh, advertising public relations person, has been part of that team. And so as we have done things, he's putting that out. And again, getting that information and education to our customers has been very important. Yeah, well, it's been spot on. There's always something positive that comes out of these historical moments of inflection, and we're all living through one. In your opinion, what are going to be some of the net positives for the banking marketplace that come out of this COVID-19 experience? Well, what, you, what we always do is we look at things like this as opportunities. You don't look mm. at it as, oh, woe is me. You go, no, this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity to serve our customers. This is an opportunity to save jobs. And we have named it Texas Strong. And that's how, that's how we're looking at this, is let's keep Texas strong by what we do. Because, you know, our bank goes from Hereford, Texas, down to Southeast Texas, to Orange, Beaumont. So we're all over the state. So our, our deal is let's make the, the communities that we're in strong and let's make Texas strong. So we've called the whole campaign Texas Strong. We even, every, every location now has a flag that flies that says Texas Strong because we want to keep Texas strong by doing this program and doing it right and helping every customer that we can help. Well, I, I love the Texas Strong thing. I want to make sure we have a picture of those flags on the episode description so everybody can see them. It really has been great, and though it's only my opinion, without the efforts of community banks really all over the country, but especially here in the great state of Texas, Republic thereof, we would be in much, much worse shape economically. It's just great stuff that you guys are doing. Um, speaking of, we are recording this on the 15th of April. What used to be tax day, proof that history is, it's not tax day for a lot of people today like it was. Uh, I always tell people right now, Valentine's Day feels like about 10 years ago. But we've just come off the Easter weekend, and as I was um, perusing the social media feed on Easter Sunday after attending my uh, sunrise service online, which I never thought I would do either, I came across one of your posts on LinkedIn, and you guys were celebrating Easter. You had the cross with the linen on it. He is risen. The response to that was so overwhelming. I thought that was so great. I think it's wonderful that you know your customers and your audience so well that you feel comfortable sharing the true meaning of Easter. And I wanted to ask you, why, why do some banking brands shy away from that, or do you know that it just makes good sense because you know your customers very well? Well, it's, it's, it's uh, the fact that we do know our customers well, and we have customers of every faith, and uh, we have uh, employees of every faith, and we honor all of those. But in, in, uh, in a letter I sent out to our customers uh, prior to Easter, I wished them a happy Passover and Easter because right. we are all faith. And so, but, uh, you know, uh, you have to have that belief, and yep. we honor that belief very strongly. Uh, 
In fact, we're probably one of the few uh, management teams that start out every Monday with a prayer. Wow, but that is great stuff. That is great. Hey, listen, we're visiting with Scott Deeser. He's the president and CEO of First Financial Bank Shares, and we'd like to end the interview with just kind of a, a fun question that doesn't necessarily have to do with banking. Uh, you, you mentioned you've been in banking for 44 years. That is a great career and a, and, a, and a long time. But if you had not pursued a career in banking, was there a plan B? Was there another career field that you might have gone into? Yes, there was. Uh, I would be a landscape architect. Wow. <laughs> that's the diversity of, uh, I guess, the human mind. You know, that, yes. uh, that would, would have been my second love. That is great stuff. Hey, listen, uh, once again, I uh, want to congratulate you and your team on the job that you've been doing. I've, I've seen some other banking brands that I follow that I have long admired that have taken this COVID-19 situation and selected to do nothing, which is never a great strategy. And you guys are proving that the tactical execution sometimes is more important when the strategic plan goes out the window, as it did for a lot of banking brands in March of 2020. It's been an absolute delight visiting with you and getting to know you a little bit. And again, I want to wish you and your team the very, very best. And thank you so much for taking some time out of a very, 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 very busy time to join us on the show. Well, thank you. And I look forward to personally meeting you one of these days. And we'll have to have lunch or dinner. Absolutely. That is just great stuff. Yep. Right. What a gentleman. Listen, folks, that's why I'm always saying banks are not bad. There is an entire industry out there that wants you to believe that people like Scott sit in their office with stacks of money around them trying to keep it from Main Street. That's not true. That caricature does not exist. When a person wants to start a business, grow a business, and in some cases save a business. They pick up the phone and they call somebody nine times out of ten at a community bank. First Financial Bank, like all Texas banks, community banks, is leading the way with a program that didn't even exist six weeks ago. Think about that. Think about that next time you attend a webinar or a conference where somebody is up on the stage telling you that banks are bad and that banks don't care about people. There are thousands and thousands of people in Texas and around the country whose jobs and businesses were saved by the effort and ingenuity of community banks. These aren't banks you may have heard of before. It's not Wells Fargo. It's not Chase. It's not Bank of America. But in every town since – this bank, First Financial Bank has been around since 1890. There are some millennials at Harvard going, wait, we were uh, – America was a country in 1890? Yes, and so was Texas. First Financial Bank has been there for its customers ever since. And when all of this is over, and this COVID-19 experience is going to come to an end, and we're going to look back on it, we're going to have some historical context. Yes, the nurses and the medical people and the lab people all deserve the credit and the accolades that they're getting. But community banks are going to be the financial heroes of this crisis. And as I always say, history is. You can change with it or you can get changed by it. In the episode description, I have a link to something that I found absolutely fascinating as I was getting to know 
first financial bank a little bit better, and it is a link to something they call their non-negotiables, and I highly recommend you read these. There's quite a few of them, but man, the first one is absolutely spot on. Their first non-negotiable, be professional at all times. As professionals, we maintain clean workstations, dress appropriately, and do not have food, drinks, or chewing gum in customer contact areas. We ensure our cell phone use is limited and never interferes with customer service. How many times have I talked about on this show, the power performance, the show that asked the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? Look at a band that's up on stage. Look at an orchestra that is up on stage playing. The musicians never look at their phones. They're never chewing gum. They're dressed appropriately. Now at a rock concert, you might see some bottles of beer here and there, but I'm talking about a real performance. You cannot put on your best performance. You cannot put on your best banking performance when you've got employees dressed inappropriately, chewing gum, and looking at their phones every 15 seconds. Really, really great list of non-negotiables. And you can find that list. I've got it linked there in the episode description, but you can find it at First Financial Bank Shares. Just Google them, ffin.com. And if you want to find Scott, his name is Scott Deeser. He is out on LinkedIn. His last name is spelled a little differently than it sounds. It's D-U-E-S-E-R. Join us next week. We're going to have Jackie Takei from Checkalt as the best banking podcast in the galaxy just gets better. Once again, so many thanks to the folks up at First Financial Bank. They are keeping Texas strong. And Scott told me he was a big Eagles fan. So even though we will speak with you next week, as of right now, we are already gone. Take care, everybody.